0: I love my country, indeed I do But all oh, that war has made me blue I like fighting, that's my name But fighting is the least about the fighting game When Mr. Hoover said to cut my dinner down I never even hesitate, I never frown I cut my sugar, I cut my coal But now they dug deep in. I got the blues I got the blues I got the alcoholic blues No more beer My heart to cheer Goodbye whiskey You used to make me frisky So long highball. So long, Jim. Oh, tell me when you're coming back again. Adio. What's up, boys? What's up,
1: Brendan? How yeah. are
2: you? Hello. Good.
1: Haven't seen you in a while. Been a uh, been a week. It's about, been that long? About seven days. <laughs> <laughs> so We're
2: minus uh, minus one cowboy tonight.
1: We are. We're minus. Uh Howdy. My name is Cowboy. He's taking his I-STEP test, I think. (laughs) He is. He's (laughs) finally going to get that high school diploma he's been (laughs) waiting for for 27 years. (laughs) So we got some guests on the show tonight. Well, I guess first I should say we're back at the beautiful Alley's Ale House. Indeed. Again, if anybody hasn't been in here, this is definitely a phenomenal place. Can't beat the atmosphere or the beers they have on tap or the food. If you haven't eaten the food, wow, yeah, you're missing out. Food's uh,
2: amazing. Beer's amazing. Got bowling. Lots of uh, other sports we'll talk about later.
1: (laughs) Yes, on our leisure sports episode. So, around the table here, we have um, our first guest tonight would be Hunter. He's on the show tonight. Never been on the show before, I swear. Never. (laughs) Never, ever. Ever. Never. Sounds like a lot of people, but. I do. I sound like that one. Hunter's first. He sounds a little bit like um, what was that guy that was on the Star Wars episode? Stan. Stan? Stanley. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Don't invite that guy
1: back. And then, uh, next to Hunter is Mr. Kyle Buck of Stampede String Band. Welcome Good to evening, the show. Good evening, gentlemen. Thank you for having Good me. Good to have you guys. Well, can you tell us a little bit about Stampede String Band for those people that may not know what it is?
3: Yeah, sure can. Uh, we are based out of central Indiana, technically Moonsville, Indiana, which is a very tiny, tiny town. Um, kind of right in the middle of the trifecta of Anderson, Muncie, and Alexandria.
2: Don't blink. Say one of the... Don't blink, cities, or you'll miss Yeah, up. yeah, exactly, yeah.
3: exactly. There were two landmarks, but both of them are gone. One was a uh, pop machine, and the other was uh, <laughs> a yellow trailer, which is now more of a beige. So now when people are like, how do I know if I'm in Moonsville? I'm like, just ask one of the people. There are like seven of them. So, was uh, <laughs> it, it an RC pop machine? Uh, actually, no. It was an old uh, Coca Cola oh, machine. Really? That uh, you know, growing up there, um, I actually grew up just right down the road. And growing up there, we would we learned how to, you know, get the best of the pop machine. If you shook it and shimmied it the right way, it was you know just. One would pop out, and uh, that was
2: probably the town's income. That's why they had to get rid of it.
3: Well, the town had long been annexed since then, <laughs> so we didn't feel too awful bad. Um, but eventually, the pop machine started working, and the guy who owned the um, trailer with the pop machine just started selling them out of his house. Like he just had a bunch of twelve packs. He'd walk up, knock, hand him two quarters, and he'd say, "Grab a grab a can." Uh, uh, but yeah, we. Uh, Came from there, and uh, we've been together almost five years, four and a half years now. Um, we'll be celebrating our five-year anniversary come uh, April. And we're you know looking forward to a big 2016. We're a string band that uh, doesn't just play bluegrass, but we do rock and roll, uh, generally Americana, blues influence, folk influence, um, kind of all over the place. And we just rock out in, in any venue that'll have us, so you have any uh, upcoming shows or anything you want to tell anybody about? We actually have uh, our first big show. We're done for the year, done for 2015, but we got our first big show coming up uh, January 9th uh, down in Brown County at Big Busted Bar down there. It's going to be a big weekend. We play Saturday, January 9th. Chris Dollar, formerly of the New Old Cavalry, but we'll be opening up the show, and then we'll be playing for May 211. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a good time. Got to get you into the uh, alleys these Yeah, nights, yeah, these this stage evenings. up here is fantastic. I'd love yeah. to... You know, get up and rock out in here. Beautiful room, and I'm sure it sounds wonderful.
2: It sounds amazing. Yeah, this is a really good place for a nice for a good band. I think you guys will sound amazing. And this is up right in our stage. backyard too, yeah, which exactly. is really cool. Yeah. So
1: yeah, yeah. The, the bands here. If you haven't been to see a band on Saturday, you should definitely come up here. The stage, like you guys said, they have a phenomenal stage. Uh, the seating is great for a band I mean yeah you can, you can bring a party of 10 up here and get a really good table to watch oh, yeah. and, oh sure um, it's, yeah, it's and there's plenty of room to
3: move around which we really enjoy mm-hmm. you know we love when people get up and move around we have a lot of music that you can get up and move around too you know and so um, that's that's something that you look for in a venue and this one sure has it that's for sure you
2: like converting and listeners you get, I'm sure you get people that come in and talk to see the, the string band and thinking they're thinking bluegrass sure and then you're starting to whip out some rock and roll and I mean I mean you, you got to turn some heads sometimes and yeah. that's got to be nice when you see people go hey definitely <laughs> yeah, we've
3: right. uh, we've had some success with that sort of thing at uh, Melody Inn we've mm. been there and and they have this thing called hillbilly happy hour mm-hmm. oh, where yeah. you, sh- you know you show up and they've got you know folk americana alternative country bands right. from I don't know, like seven to nine, and then they have punk shows and hard rock alternative shows after the fact, so if you get a chance to play that late set, get a lot of those rockers coming in early to see the bands that are after you, you know, you can really turn some heads, and uh, we've seen some success with that in the past, so for sure, you know, we cover a lot of a lot of rock tunes. In fact, we're, we're working out Whipping Post oh, you nice. know, by the Allman Brothers, oh, yeah. which is one of my favorite tunes, and so... You know, kind of stuff. People don't expect to hear that from a string right. band. And so that's that's what we aim to do is, you know, make people open their eyes. So. It's
2: one of the great things. Melody Inn is, is by far one of the greatest music venues in the town. I mean, it really oh, yeah. is amazing. And you don't know what to expect when you go in there. But they always got different bands in there and different sounds. And they're letting anybody go in there and play. But it's got a great crowd. Yeah, I mean, I mean it just... It's loyal crowd. Loyal crowd. Just an incredible venue.
1: Definitely. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, thanks for... Telling us about the Stampede String Band, yeah, no Maybe problem. You uh, check them out down in Brown County. Yeah, uh, you said that's the in
3: StampedeStringBand com.
1: All right, there we go. That's what <laughs> I was fishing for. You know, we always try a beer, so we we have our first sample in front of us. Let's do our normal around the table here and see what everybody thinks about it. Okay, so Brendan, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody what we're uh, our first sample is tonight?
2: First sample tonight is a little uh, Scarlet Lane Baroness. It's a sour. Actually, I think. Uh, Watching Hunter's face, I think we let Hunter take the first review of this one.
1: There we go, Hunter. What you think? It's cold. <laughs> um,
4: this being my very first uh, sour beer, it could very well possibly be my last. So <laughs> I got to be honest, I am I am not a fan. I, I, <laughs> I you know,
2: I'm not a huge sour beer fan. Mm-hmm. But for a sour beer, I've had some that are not drinkable, and this one I think is fine. Right. It's not something, again, I'm not going to order a sour beer too often unless it's something that just says, holy crap, that was great. But I'm going to keep trying them. We always say keep trying them because you never know what you're gonna when you're going to find one that's nice and balanced. But it's definitely sour. Yes. Uh, you definitely pucker up on this one.
4: That was definitely the first reaction everybody <laughs> saw. Yep.
2: And if you're not used to a sour beer, I can see taking that first drink of that, it's definitely going to get you. you if you're know, sour, I, would, I think if you like sour beers, I think this is probably one people would like.
4: I'll give you my second opinion after I get it down. <laughs> <laughs> See if that changes any.
1: At least you can say that uh, you got to sample it before you actually had to go out and buy one. You'd be much more disappointed had you not sampled it first, and you just said, ooh, let me have a a sour barreness from there. And you took a sip and went, ooh, ooh, oh, damn, now I'm stuck with my $5 beer. That is a very (laughs) good point. (laughs) It's always nice to be able to sample. And that's one thing about craft beers that we love. Almost any bar, or they should, most bars do, they will let you sample anything they have on tap before you actually buy it because right. craft beers are so much different so it's it's always a good thing to be able to sample and you may they not be a sour beer I mean, person they,
2: they want you to but you know they don't want you to get something you don't want because they they know pretty much everyone's got a beer for you you just gotta keep you know try them sample right. off, but don't be a jerk either and get in there just to get free samples because there are people gonna keep sampling stuff especially going to like plates like Hopcat or something's got a million of them on tap and mm-hmm. you get some jerk who's just trying hey let me try this one let me try this one and yeah, mm-hmm. then they get a buzz, so, and then
1: they leave.
3: Yeah, there's, there's some cooth you have to have, too. <laughs> the old commercial well. power hour. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: since I'm going to go back to Hunter for just a second, I know you started off with another one from Scarlet Lane. Mm-hmm. You started off with their Dorian. How would you feel about the Dorian?
4: Now, the Dorian I really like.
1: There you that go. Is, that See? is
4: That is delicious. That's my type of beer, a little bolder. Yep. Um, and I thought my first taste of the Baroness, maybe, you know, it was was not mixing well. I'm four or five sips into it, <laughs> still,
2: <laughs> still that not mixing. Yeah,
4: it's you know maybe it's an acquired taste. Again, maybe I, once I get to the bottom of the cup,
2: maybe my some mind will change. Some people love the sour beers. Right. I know Black Acres got some good sour, and people are really loving that. Or uh, Central State got some really good sour beers, and people are loving. But it's an mm-hmm.
3: it's it's a different taste. Yeah. Kyle, what do you think? I love the uh, citrus undertone kind of mm-hmm. afterwards. It's really kind of a, kind of a pleasant afterthought. Like it immediately when you taste it yeah it is sour because it's one of the strongest you know things that you taste is is something that's sour but the, you're, there there's a there's a bit of a citrus right afterwards it's like it's okay we're not going to we're not going to make you keep tasting the sour here's a little something sweet to you know lighten the load a little bit i guess definitely not not a huge not a huge sour beer fan but this is definitely not as bad as some that i've had so
2: Yeah, it's almost, to me, like drinking a a pop almost. (laughs) Yeah. It's It's highly carbonated, and it's it's refreshing, I think.
3: Very accurate, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm not a huge, huge sour beer fan, but as I've been on the show long enough, I've developed a way of of tasting a beer and saying, even though I'm not a fan of that type Mm -hmm. of beer, I can say that for a sour beer, like Brendan said, it probably is a really good sour beer. So if you don't like sour beer, or if you don't like this one, you're probably not going to like any other sour beer for the most part.
2: Yeah, I mean, the flavors are there. And it's nice to yeah. say It's crisp, very carbonated. I mean, it's got what, it, what it's a sour beer have. should have. And, I mean, I... Again, we're just not sour beer fans at the table. <laughs>
1: right. Now we have we have a buddy that's a regular on the show, Pat. He loves sour beer. Oh, I yeah. mean, he. Seeks, I think he would love this. He, yeah, he would. He yeah. seeks out sour beers, you know. Which I personally seek out coffee porters, mm-hmm. which some people hate them because they don't like the taste of coffee. I love it. So uh, everybody has their different tastes, and that's you know kind of what it's all about. And that's really the breweries will tell you they want that kind of feedback. They want they want the good and the bad. They don't you know. If everybody just says, ooh, your beer's good because they don't want to tell them it's bad, they'll never change it, and nobody will ever order it either, so... <laughs> right. Today's topic, I don't know if we've even touched on what today's topic is. I think I said it in the very beginning. Briefly. Yep. We are gonna, we're going to talk about leisure sports, partly because we're sitting in Alley's Ale House, which is attached to a bowling alley, which I would say is a very recognizable leisure sport. But uh, in my opinion, they also have sand volleyball out back, which to me, sand volleyball... Can definitely be a leisure sport. You can play it on the beach. You can play it here at alleys. You can play it while you're drinking beer. But it can also be, you know, a pretty intense competition sport too. So, uh, I think you know, before the show started, uh, we were asked what the definition of a leisure sport is, and I think it was Kyle said any sport you can put a, a beer or hold a beer in your hand while you're playing. And I don't know if that necessarily is true because it's a little hard to hit that volleyball with a beer in your hand. But
2: I I I, I like his definition. At least uh, at least have a beer near. Beard yeah. near. Yes. Because yes. that's what I think leisure sports is: it's kicking back. You're not, you know, you're not competing. You're not trying to. Well, you're competing, but well, and there are some people who go nuts, you know, when they <laughs> when they lose. But to me, I don't give a shit. I'm just having fun and want to yeah. enjoy a beer and play a sport with some friends, whether it's pool or. But yeah, I love volleyball in the summertime. Sand volleyball, it's great, but. Gotta have a beer nearby.
3: Yeah, exactly. You can you can play sand volleyball with a beer nearby, or you know you could play Olympic sand sand volleyball. You know that's that's some intense competition. But I don't know anyone that uh, you know drinks beer and goes into shot put. You know what I mean? <laughs> so so the, 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 there's definitely a line drawn there. It's, it's just you, you got to find where it's at. So well, I mean you, you can do shot put like things or well they, toss they tried the shot
2: put light by getting that with the yard darts back in the seventies. That's when true. They still had the you know <laughs> yeah. I maybe that was their their Talk version about of, of yeah.
1: Yeah, and they banned that. <laughs> which they're, is sad.
2: Don't they have like round weights on them now? I think you can yeah. still get them, but they're not—they're not darts anymore. They're not
1: darts now. They're like round. Yeah, they're like balls. There's got to be
2: somewhere them. you can find some. Some uh, you can buy them on eBay sale, or can you buy them on?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you still find them on eBay. I would—I would get some. But we have a lot of kids in the neighborhood. I don't want to skew any of the skewer any <laughs> no, of the children running. No, around, we should.
2: You should stick the cornhole for a while until <laughs> the kids are gone. <laughs>
1: Of course, I played with them when I was their age, and I never got, you know. Yeah,
2: we never mauled anybody. I I don't remember.
1: And the motion you just made, Hunter, is exactly what we did. We threw them in the air, and we watched (laughs) them. Oh, and yeah. if they started coming too close, we're like, "Oh shit!" and then we ran. <laughs> well,
4: it's, it's like that scene in Grown Ups where they shoot the arrow. <laughs> exactly. but I was when I saw that the first time. I was like, "We did that with Lauren.
1: That was fun." <laughs> we did a lot of dangerous stuff when we were kids, and we're still here. It's amazing. Mm. What's what are some other leisure sports out there?
2: Well, some of the ones we have here, you know, we you know obviously they have bowling. We have Pinheads mm-hmm. Bowling line, which is amazing. Um, but they have which I've never done. I don't really know exactly what it is, but now Cowboy's pretty excited that it's here. Is the duck pin bowling?
1: It's like a miniature bowling set, I think. Isn't that what it is? Just a tiny bowling set. I I have never participated in, in said I duck know. bowling. It's right behind this wall. Yeah, it's, it's right, right on the I corner. I don't think I've ever done it either. No,
2: Cowboy was all sorts of excited, but we he haven't was? done it yet. So we got to do it one of these weekends because I I don't know what the heck it is, but I know people talk about it all the time. Duck pin bowling's bowling. They have, I think they have Do
1: they have any billiards <laughs> tables here? I don't know as they do here on site. I don't think I've seen any. But billiards is another what's considered to be a leisure sport.
2: I don't know. They may have pool tables back there. You may want to ask before we said we don't have them. I don't know if there's any back in that by the banquet room. or not.
4: Well, they had that other bar that yeah. was back there, and I was thinking, didn't they have some off to the.
3: I think they do.
1: Do they? Okay. And I don't know the answer to this. I need to find out the uh, answer. They,
2: well, let's check
3: when it comes around. Come yeah. find out for yourself. Yeah. You come down here, buy a beer, walk around, look for the there pool tables. In
1: case you guys <laughs> haven't been down here, you know, it, it. we're making the place sound like it's huge because. It is. It is, it huge.
3: is. <laughs> yeah, there's an arcade for kids. First time it I is. drove by this place, I'm like, wow, that's a sweet Dick Sporting Goods. But then I'm like, wait, no, that's a bowling alley with an awesome bar attached. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And and Brendan, I, I take offense to the fact that you said there's an arcade for kids
3: because I kind of enjoy that arcade myself.
4: <laughs>
2: right.
3: I mean, talk about leisure sports, ski ball. You know, there you go. I do like some. Ski- I will say, I would like some. They got ball. ski ball that's, over that's, there. You can yeah. hold
4: a beer and play ski ball. Exactly. That, yeah. yeah.
3: Hence, if, Dave and Buster's was born. And if you,
1: Ooh, if you spend $200, you can get enough tickets to win the giant Darth Vader they got in there. Ooh,
2: okay. I didn't know they had Darth Vader in there. They do. Big giant guy. Me He's and like might five have foot, foot tall. He's like, like three foot
1: tall. <laughs> <laughs> we should, we should How much over. do you have to spend to get that? I don't know. I guess it depends on your luck.
2: $600 but. for $200 with the tickets for a $50 Darth Vader. <laughs>
1: <Exactly>. <laughs> Sorry to go me. But he'd, he'd look good right here in the center of the table, though. So. Absolutely. I was
2: listening. I don't know what the heck I was listening. Oh, I think it was Bob and Tom. I don't think it was I think before their show in the morning, they have an, like an older show on. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about, well, I don't really know what the guest they had on, but he was talking about some eating competition or something. he ate something that was to win a T-shirt. Well, you didn't actually get the t-shirt. You still, the, if you did it, you still had to buy the t-shirt.
3: Like, okay. Yeah, I, I actually heard that show <laughs> not too hell? long ago. I was like, yeah, okay, that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, oh goodness, I, it's not coming right to me. But yeah, I don't they remember still what it was. It was some weird thing, in the head.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was. No, it was batting cages. And there was, there was a. It was a. If cub you could sucks. hit the
3: ninety, if you could hit the uh, Cub <laughs> suck sign, yeah. you had to buy a t-shirt. You could buy a t-shirt. It's like yeah.
2: you know, the head was all over the place. <laughs> Like whatever. Wow. So, wow. That's crazy. They remind me of the stupid all these tickets for I take my daughter in there and she was, you know, real and now she's out of it now, but when she was little she didn't realise I'm spending a fortune in there for her to buy, you know, those little those little things under that, you know, little plastic toys and uh, went Dracula Could have penny candy and stuff, you know. Yeah. It's like we could have just went to Walmart, yeah, exactly, and bought you. A- <laughs> <laughs> Double Watch bubble a, a million of <laughs> in these things Yeah
1: The arcade Like you said So I, I hear nowadays That the kids think That playing video games They actually Seriously read an article Where they consider that To be a A leisure sport Playing Xbox Playing that stuff um, I could see it more On the Wii maybe But I, I don't know Excuse me I don't think I consider That a leisure sport But what are your thoughts
2: Again, what is it's? I guess it's your own. What is a sport? You're pushing buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I said sporty. Well, but but <laughs> no. do you,
3: you then have to ask: Do you draw a line between? Playing video games at a high level and competing in in chess or something because they both take about the same amount of activity. That's true, and, and you chess know, is definitely a leisure sport. You know, checkers, a, a, yeah. a lot of brain power. You know,
1: are those leisure sports or are those board games?
3: I was gonna say, I think those are
4: games. I don't know if I call them sports. I don't know if I can classify. It I, as I'd that agree
1: or with um, that. I'd agree with that. Game as opposed to sport. Yeah, yeah. I would I would put chess and checkers in with playing a video game. Now the new Wii stuff, you know that. Was it crazy five years ago. That's a little different. You're up. You're moving around. Yeah. You're, I don't know. But it is. You're still playing a video Breaking game. Your TV. Now. See, I,
2: yeah, I put board games in leisure sports because I'm leisurely playing a game.
1: <laughs> I, dude, I'm a biggest Risk fan on the planet. Like I could play Risk every day. Yeah, we still the haven't done that. Rest of my life. No, we need to do that very soon. We're going to to play. Do you know how to play Risk? I played it. It's been a while, but yeah,
4: I'm okay. I can we'll see. It. We
1: just need to get a group of guys together and play Risk. There you go. Um, and I don't consider it a leisure sport. I consider it a great time because it's a lot of fun to sit there with the guys for six hours and get drunk playing a board game. But <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't consider it a sport. <laughs> what about sitting on the couch,
4: watching football, playing fantasy football? Though Watch there it. you go, with a beer in your hand.
2: Earning, <laughs> earning millions of Leisure dollars. Sports. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: yeah, yes, yes, FanDuel. Oh, good Lord. Yes. And then there's there's like yard games, too. Like you yeah. go out and you got badminton, like, badminton. Cornhole. Cornhole. That's the big one. Tons <laughs> of them yeah. have
3: popped up over the last five years. Cornhole, Redneck Golf. Um, now they have uh, um, the one where you throw the Frisbee and try to knock Disc the – uh, Disc golf. No, you no, try to throw the, the Frisbee and hit the beer bottle sitting on top of a Trash. piece of PVC pipe. Oh. And you, you actually have to hold a beer in your hand during that game and you if someone throws a frisbee, hits oh, you the bottle, catch it. you gotta catch it before it hits the ground <laughs> with the one hand you have free. Um that you get a point. Yeah. They also
1: have the frisbee game now that's a trash can that has a slit cut in it, and you get like one point for landing it in the trash can and like three points for getting it through the slit and then the other guys can block or guard or whatever. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You know, and and those are all very makeshift, and they all came about with probably extra stuff people had laying around their house, and what could we do to make a fun game? We're super bored, you know? Oh, yeah.
1: Well, I've yeah. Uh, I've been in several Beer Olympics. Yes, they have a, a actual Beer Olympics here in Indiana. Fantastic. Two-time champion. I've been in it about six years, so don't be too impressed. But Well, I'd, do they be, have like I'd wear that medal with pride <laughs> everywhere I went, too. So... so uh we have different events there i mean we have a chug of war con competition which you know that is a little more physical a 40 ounce dash but then we also play cornhole we do beer pong we do flippy cup so you know it's to me it's like where do you draw the line to me it's all leisure i mean all i'm doing is drinking all day you guys
3: have paddles involved with beer pong
1: no or
3: it's or it's the tossing it's tossing yes it's not yeah
1: what kind of beer pong do you play that's called well, ping, that's called ping pong drinking beer, dude.
3: <laughs> well, I, I've actually I've actually seen beer pong played both ways. One is, um, you know, where, where you th- traditionally throw the ball. You have a tin cup, you know, pyramid, and you know, you throw the balls. That's the most common form. But Did I you have say seen a tin
1: cup? Ten. Ten. Oh, I was gonna say, is that yeah. a small town thing? You have to use tin cups in, <laughs> in Moon Pink, River Pink, or wherever Pink. you're from. I, I'm just a he- <laughs>
3: I'm actually just a uh, a huge Kevin Costner fan, um, but uh, uh, no, no, no. Where where you play with paddles and you have to try and hit the ball into a cup on each corner and uh they actually play a version of that in the movie beer fest where you have to hit actually hit the ball with a paddle i have seen it interpreted both ways i mean i am definitely a fan of of you know throwing the balls into the into the pyramid i think that's a lot more fun um it doesn't make you near as angry when you especially when you're drunk yeah. and you're like oh, i can't have the ball you know <laughs> the ball looks smaller and smaller every minute
1: yeah we uh we do a big memorial day party at my house every year and there's always a uh, beer pong tournament towards the end of the night. It's after everybody's already drunk, and it's pretty much a uh, ends up being a last man standing competition. I don't think it has anything to do with who wins beer pong. It's who's still sober enough to play mm-hmm. by the end of the night. Because man, people Which just start. We start playing, many. people just start falling out left and right. Off the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we,
3: uh, me and my friends, when we play, we you know keep tally and try to keep teams and do like a round robin thing. But by the time it's all said and done, it's like who's conscious enough. <laughs> To go to play, who's my next partner? Who can stand and who can't? And if you can't stand, we'll get you a chair as long as you can throw a ball. Exactly. Yeah, when we do the beer
1: Olympics, they actually have judges that or uh, referees that stay sober to keep track of all that because there's no way that. Oh we, yeah. I'm telling you, once you're three hours into a beer Olympics competition, you are so drunk you don't even know what end is up. It <laughs> is literally the didn't drunkest we I ever we screwed this end.
2: up last year, though. Where. The team started playing, and we got down to like championships. And there was like only one team left. It's like, oh shit, they messed up the. Wasn't that your place at the beer (laughs) party? They messed up, yeah. 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 So there's like nobody playing anybody because they they got the lopsided, you know, like the
1: two brackets, the two brackets messed up. So it was coming down. Like, oh shit! Do you know what happened, Brendan? You Hmm. put the non-sports guy in charge of a sports bracket. Okay, <laughs> that's that's not intelligent to do. Well, Especially when he was drinking for like three hours. Hey, Jordan, put together a bracket. Okay, I, I can was, do it. I thought that was D that did that. So oh, maybe, it, maybe it was. I was drunk. I, 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 thought, I thought D did remember. that,
2: but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was him trying to figure it out. I don't know.
1: Who knows. So what are some other good leisure sports out there, guys? We talked about some yard sports. We talked about some croquet. beer sports. Remember Croquet?
2: croquet. We we're big Croquet fans. I mean, we did Croquet growing up. But
3: I thought that was for was rich this, people. Huh? Oh, not a, at all. It sticks in no. the ground. That's for polo, I think it, it was a, With barbed wire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Find some rocks and some bigger rocks to hit them with. Croquet
2: is, was big when I was real little for a few years anyway. I played at the parks and stuff, but
1: it died out quickly. What's the other one, Bocce ball? hmm I love... That's a fun... That is a fun game. You don't see it around much, but...
2: No, we play at my parents' house every summer. It's actually... Uh, and I like doing the... Uh, especially when you get a good, nice, good feel with not just a flat surface, which... Technically, what they usually play it on. I think, but they have, oh. uh, they play it on flat surface, but it's actually funny if you go, like, take it out to a, it's in the hillside or somewhere mm-hmm. you have, you know. That's what makes it fun and pisses you off. Especially if you're playing with a bunch of guys drinking some beer. Yep. But bocce ball can be a lot of fun. Night bocce ball with the glowing, uh, a, a quib- what what's the, uh, what, what's the Harry Potter thing? Quidditch! <laughs> Quidditch!
3: <laughs> they actually have live, live <laughs> games of Quidditch. That's I crazy. I know. <laughs>
1: Is that is that considered a leisure sport? Quidditch. Uh, well, you're sitting down the mean, whole time on a broomstick, right? Yeah. I mean, it's
4: kind of relaxing, I guess.
1: I don't. I don't think a broomstick between my legs would be relaxing whatsoever <laughs> at, at any given point. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Know, yeah, I don't know. If they call, that, <laughs> call
2: that
3: leisurely at all? No.
1: Um, another big okay. one that's big on cruise ships and in Shauna, Wisconsin, is shuffle um, shuffle shuffleboard. shuffleboard oh, yeah. yeah. Anything
3: is, you find at an old folks' home, I think you can constitute. As oh yeah, you know, I mean, not the shuffleboard is it's for that demographic. I love playing shuffleboard, yeah, Ta- too. tabletop, a table, or the table, yeah, that's yeah, or you know the full kind with the you know the poles and the the actual discs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's a lot of fun too.
1: That's what we have at the bar up there in Wisconsin. It's you get the sticks and the pucks and you go outside and they got two courts and you play freaking shuffleboard. They make fun of us. Well, our own people make fun of us up there. They love playing it.
2: We need to talk to Jack. There's plenty of room in here for. Uh Tabletop shuffleboard.
1: Tabletop Ooh. shuffleboard, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are those are fun too. Got sand outside. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's quite <laughs> fine enough for a shuffleboard table. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know um, I enjoy shuffleboard too. So what about what about golf? There you go. Yeah. Mini golf? Guess. Regular golf? Any kind of golf? Probably regular golf because I mean
4: usually anytime I go and there's there's some sort sort of alcohol involved. Right. Um, so you, to keep the nerves in check, you know. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you're if you're driving a cart, you're sitting everywhere you go. You get out, hit a ball, get back, and sit on your ass, and and move on down the road. That's true. So, and
2: if you're walking, you're walking.
4: Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> not, you know, <laughs> you're not you're running to that, the next ball. Yeah, yeah, you know? Know? it's not speed golf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would say you, definitely golf. You could include mini golf in there, yeah. uh, putt, putt whatever you want to call it. Some disc,
3: disc golf, even
1: disc mm-hmm. golf. There's another good one. Darts.
3: What, do you even,
2: do we didn't even talk about billiard, darts, and billiards. But I mean, darts is something. You, you guys all—you probably played darts over.
1: At I I used to be a huge dart player. Huge. I, so, I mean, I'd, and then I loaned my darts to Tommy Owens. Tommy Owens, and he's never given them back yet. And I had like a hundred and fifty dollars set of darts.
2: I lost a lot of interest in darts when they went to those damn plastic dart boards.
1: Mine I don't like it. If I could, I could, I could take this. The, yeah. Uh, steel I, mean, off I grew up with, with the, the steel on. tip,
2: and I'd. Once this crossover happened, I just not not happy. You Still just, not happy.
1: Brendan just wanted to live dangerously. He's pissed because we don't have darts anymore. Now he's pissed because <laughs> they don't have steel tip darts anymore. Did, do you have a death wish, man, or what? I mean, you just won't play no, all from the myself, dangerous stuff. No,
4: fucking technology. He's, <laughs> I mean,
1: he's like, just give me a cardboard dartboard and some butcher knives, man. Well, I don't play even know if cap is good.
2: He <laughs> went away, you got plastic tipped. They're always getting stuck in there, and half the time they come bouncing, flying back at you. And then it scores it twice. I mean, no, I don't no. No.
3: Mm. Go back to the steel tip. You throw too hard, they get they bust.
2: Yeah, and uh, i have, I got a light toss, so I like nice heavy darts. And my, my steel tip is great and, and I gotta find the heaviest damn uh, plastic dart I can find to place plastic tip. And it just they, I don't know, it's just not the
1: same. You know, you're right. I'm not
2: bad at it, but I just don't enjoy it as much anymore.
1: is not important because if somebody gets matching and throws a plastic tip dart, you know. Still poke an eye out but a steel-tip dart will stick in
3: your skin or in your skull. <laughs> One guy gets drunk and accidentally gives his friend a lobotomy with a dart and, you it's, know, ruins yeah. it for the rest of us. I've actually been hit in the back
1: with a steel-tip dart. They do go They go in about a half inch. It hurts. Oh, oh, I'm sure. it, only, it only bleeds for a minute. Just yeah, get over it. <laughs> it's... You know, they were aiming for my butt. They BB missed, gun they hit wars. Me in the back.
2: I don't know if that's a leisure sport, but we had a lot of BB gun wars as a kid.
1: Oh. <laughs> I guess it's, <laughs> it's nerf guns now. Yeah. <laughs> L- look outside of mine, and uh, Hunter lives in my neighborhood across the street. So um, if you look outside during the summer at any point, there's nerf wars going on all over the neighborhood.
4: Actually, right now, with the weather the way it is, they've been outside for the last few days playing nerf guns. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> Lots and lots of nerf wars. Yeah, it's summer you it's can still turf.
2: play volleyball outside.
1: Yeah, exactly. We can play right now. Yeah. It's, it's nice enough too. I nuts. might have to wear a light jacket.
3: <laughs> Windbreaker, maybe. Yeah. yeah.
1: I got an update real quick.
4: I got to the bottom of this glass, and uh, I'm still not a fan. Okay. So <laughs> just throwing that out there.
2: I'll tell you what. I, I, I did have a – I was talking about – I think I may have been talking to Ben, the uh, bartender, earlier, before I even tried this. I had Distill. Uh, it's a Goza. Which is a sour beer, mm-hmm. but it was fantastic. It was very well balanced, lemon, and it was carbonated. But it it, it was much smoother than this. It, it still had a to, to me. This doesn't have beer appeal to it. Right, it I tastes agree. like a sour drink. I mean, it doesn't. You know what I mean?
4: And and I think you hit it right there. For me, that balance wasn't there because that sour was just so mm-hmm. powerful for me that it just it just wasn't enjoyable.
2: This still is so. a is a brewery. I don't know if we've had any. Got to try. It. We haven't reviewed any distill on on our show have We we have no, to. No, I don't think so. Because everything I've had from these guys has been really damn good. And I think they're out of Illinois. Uh, we need to we need to get some on the show. I, I've been amazed at everything I've, I've I've drank from these guys so far. But that uh, Goza, I was am- I was just amazed. I wasn't the aroma was a little bit unpleasant actually, but the taste was really good. And it was a sour beer, but it wasn't overpowering sour. Mm-hmm. It had a nice balance to it, but it was fresh, lemony. Uh, and it had that carbonation to it, but. Uh, yeah, this one I'm not a fan either. I'm struggling to get all the way down, but I'm gonna do it.
1: It's it's too much. It's like to me, it's almost like a a candy beer. Yeah, like I like I like Sour Patch Kids. I like sour gummy Worms. I like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I like to chew it and be done with it. This is like I'm drinking it and it just it it's not ending. It for doesn't me. go away. It yep. doesn't stop. Yep. I'm like okay. I feel like I've eaten a whole freaking bag of sour gummy worms now. Can, <laughs> can can I be done? Again, we know people that would love it. Yeah, I, I, don't, you. I
2: don't think it's a bad sour beer. It's just not our forte, I guess. Yep.
1: No. Well, we don't have Cowboy here. He might like it. Yeah, Cow- he might, Cowboy kind of wavers between.
2: Yeah, I think he likes some sour beers, so he may like this a lot.
1: Brendan and I are much more of the dark, full-flavored beers. Cowboy goes more yeah. for the IPA, APAs. I mean, he likes some of the dark beers, too. Oh, yeah. But that he, yeah. le- he leans more APA, IPA, this kind of stuff, where we lean a lot more towards the dark, as well, heavier, yeah, full-flavored type of thing. Yep. I agree. So, especially if I'm going for craft beer, I'm looking for full-bodied, full-flavor. Like, I want to be amazed by what I'm tasting in that beer. Right. And with this, all I it hits my taste buds, and I don't taste anything else but just pure sour. That's all I get. That's it. I think um, you
2: can do more with the heavier beers, or the darker beers, flavor f- profile-wise. You know, it seems like you can stretch it out or do more with them than... To me, it just seems like people, throw, they're trying to throw hops and hops yeah. and hops and this stuff. This is a little bit different. That's why I don't like this. Some some of the stuff they come coming up with now, the triple IPAs and stuff, it's just too much. Yeah. Back the, off. The hop
1: heads that Yeah it, and it, you're like, no jeez. They all oh, taste the same geez. to me. Yeah, it just tastes like too much hops.
2: But when I have a good one, and I'm amazed when I have you know, a, a triple A, you go, holy crap, that's really good. So, again, we always say keep trying them because you will find some that like, holy crap. How'd they get seventy five IBUs in there and it tastes you can't even taste it, that's a damn good beer. To me, it's like how do they how do they master that and that's because it's well balanced and
1: Well, and every fall, just as an example, every fall we uh, we decide we're gonna go on the, the great pumpkin beer search. And none of us are big pumpkin beer fans, but this year
2: why do we keep doing it?
1: I don't know why we do, <laughs> but this year we found a pumpkin beer that we all three agreed was the best pumpkin beer and a beer that we would actually go out and order, and that was the Southern Tier pumpkin beer and it, it was it was a fantastic beer all around pumpkin or not it was just a fantastic beer so i found a second what i was saying is that it took us two seasons yeah or two times of oh, doing yeah. this to actually find a pumpkin beer that beer we all said one. was great so there's probably a sour beer out there somewhere that we all would like but we haven't found it yet <laughs> the search continues exactly yeah. well, i'll
2: try and find that distilled goza because i think you'll like it
1: is that the sour one mm-hmm. oh, okay yeah, I'll try any beer. I'm not afraid to try anything. No, I mean once you've tried once. a beer called Old Chub and put that in your
3: mouth, everything else is pretty much easy. I think you just found a name for the episode. What's that? Old Chub. As <laughs> long as you get it in the can.
2: <laughs>
1: they, they, they have Old Chub in the can here. If you want to try is. an Old Chub in the can, there's there's a pretty good backstory to
4: this. I'm I'm assuming here. So oh, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of smells. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> But I've only had, I, rarely do I have a beer that I can't drink, that I can't finish. And we had that last week.
1: <laughs> we did. That leisure oh beer was cow. Terrible.
2: From a good brewery. Yeah. But just a horrible beer.
1: Wow. Yeah, I told Hunter about it. I said, yeah, I'm throwing out three almost full beers because we couldn't, I was like, the three of us, which is bad, could not finish it. Couldn't do it. It was that. I don't think three oh, of us could good. have finished
2: one. No. I tried. I it gave it, <laughs> it I gave bad. it
1: several sips and just said, guys, it's, I can't do it. It
2: tasted like bathroom aerosol or something. Blade. Oh. I mean it was it
1: was it was just god awful.
2: Oh man. It was horrid. Horrid it sounds
1: like a horror story. <laughs>
2: oh my god, it was
1: between that or ashtray beer, I have like a top ten bottom list of beers I've had. Ashtray and uh, That's the name of it. Yes. Yeah. Evil they, Twin Brewery they Ashtray. Tra-
3: try to sell you ashtray beer. Wow. Well it's a smoked it was supposed to be a smoked porter. And uh,
1: smoked porters can be good. They have a little smoky flavor. Oh yeah! Flavors. Oh yeah. yeah!
3: Yeah, I I agree. But I just, uh, this, this one, one
1: wasn't. <laughs> it tasted like you woke up the next day and somebody had put cigarette butts in your Bud Light. Oh, that's you,
2: again. We had to give them credit because it nailed it.
1: They they <laughs> did nail the name. It was. I don't. I think that's one other beer we didn't finish. None of us finished that one either. It was no no. So usually if we don't finish no. the beers, that's when it drops down to that bottom ten list. I can't say top ten list. Bottom ten bottom list. Bottom ten. And old Chubb, so you know was kind of on that list too it i was it was my fault when we were on a previous podcast i was out looking for goofy named beers and i saw one called old chub well how the hell can you not buy it? it's called old chub you know obviously there's gonna be a bunch of jokes to follow
3: yeah oh yeah the the jokes are endless yeah so we brought it over we all
1: cracked it open and took like two sips and everybody's like holy god that's awful i'm like yep sorry about that (laughs) but we have a lot of jokes to go from there (laughs)
2: and we found that stanley loves it in the can
1: Yes, absolutely. So, but
2: I I think that, that that brewery is actually people
1: love that brewery. They do. See, and I'm not a huge. To me, it fan all tastes yet.
2: like Old Chubb. It all has that same aftertaste that it puts fur on your tongue. Have you I guys it's nasty? Have you guys that ever had anything
1: from Oscar Blues? That's the that's the brewery. They're out of Colorado, right? Yeah, yeah. And they you can say that I have Dale's I Pale Ale. They make Mama's Little Yellow Pills. They make Dale's Old is Chub. very
2: very popular. I, I just yeah,
3: Dale's is huge.
2: Yeah. And didn't they say that like, the guy got to start making it like, Dale's like pale the, ale? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then,
3: then yes. Then yes. I have. I have had. That's Dale's Oscar ale. Blues. Oscar
2: Blues. The, the brewery's doing very well, and I don't get it. I I haven't had one I've enjoyed yet.
1: I didn't mind the. And I keep trying them, but, The Mama's little yellow pilsner, or whatever that one, I can tolerate. That yeah, was drinkable, I guess. But it wasn't. It wasn't phenomenal. No. It all has the same aftertaste. I'll go back and me. try more know. though, because you never know. I won't. No, yeah. Again, we weren't an Upland fan until Champagne Velvet, so you right? never know. Yep. Champagne Velvet is top ten list
3: of favorite beers. Would beer tasting be considered a leisure sport? Well, us, it is look. on this show. Absolutely.
4: <laughs> <laughs> if not, it should be, right?
2: So, yeah, I mean, uh, I, yeah. I, again, what do you call leisure sport? Because you you think sport, you think active, but leisure is leisure. This <laughs> is <Isn't laughs> so, kind of an oxymoron. So yeah, so absolutely. So you could really say that's why I say that's why I put board games into it because it's a it's very leisurely game, and sometimes in board games when I was a kid, fist flew, so there was some boxing involved at times.
1: It depends on who you're playing with. We have some friends that are so competitive, they would probably throw fist cuffs over a board game, I oh, can yeah, see yeah. it, or throw a fit, take their wrist piece and go home. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can see it happening, <laughs> taking my dice and going home. I didn't win. The, you know? the,
2: the, whoever, whoever, I don't like well, I see I was youngest in the family, but whoever was going to be the banker in Monopoly, that was the biggest cheater of the family. You knew whoever wanted to be banker was the cheat.
1: Yeah, right. You know, I didn't want to be banker. I, that takes too much time. Yeah, and well, because they're, they're stuffing money, like you, and they're, think s- about they're
2: it. trying to screw you. <laughs> they're the cheaters of the family.
1: What kind of family do you have, Brendan? I guess they're jerks.
2: Well, just <laughs> one of them. I won't say who was always the banker, but he knows who he is.
1: Well, gentlemen, I have one word to say to you tonight. Rog and schnizzle.
2: <laughs> too much Rog in my Rog and schnizzle.
1: Sounds like a code name for a male's member, but... It's all. It's That's all good.
3: That's where it came from. Too much schnitzel near the Roggen. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> what we're talking about is we're actually doing our uh, second sample of the of the evening. We are tasting the Roggen Schnitzel from Beer Brewery. Who or wants Snoop Dogg? Who who wants to review this one first? Well, since we let Hunter go last time, we'll let our other guest Kyle go this time first.
3: Well, I've I've had a couple of sips of it so far, and I I gotta say I'm I'm pleased. I en- I enjoy it. It's got a light crisp aftertaste you know i think you can judge a lot about a a craft beer especially by you know what it leaves behind and it doesn't
1: girlfriends (laughs) too
4: what did a roggen (laughs) leave behind
1: (laughs) that's where i was gonna go i was like i think you should be careful how you say that when we're drinking a roggen i
3: mean it i think you hit the nail on the head just a um second ago when you said it's very very light for a dark beer it, it drinks easy. It's not one of those beers that you drink and you're like, oh, wow, that's, that's heavy. Uh, I'm pleased. I enjoy it. Uh, Hunter, what do you got to say wow. about your Roggen
4: <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy my Roggen Schnizzle. <laughs> <laughs> first, I mean, the first thing I noticed, the aroma is actually really nice of it. So I, I actually enjoyed that. Uh, a little bit of a chocolatey a hint of chocolate it's not overpowering mm-hmm. by any means but it's very smooth i actually really like this beer it's it's uh it's refreshing it's not too heavy very good i'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan unlike the other <laughs> so. so what uh
2: i think this is-, is fantastic this is by far i think this is the my favorite beer brewery beer i've had yet yeah it's and it's lighter for a dark beer it's i don't even know what if it is if it's, if it's called a brown ale or what this is, but it's, it reminds me of a brown ale, Kind of, but it's got that sweet taste to it, that banana. You can taste that banana in there, and you can smell the banana. And dark chocolate, and it's a little bit bitter, but it's wow, malty. Now it's that you it's nice, well-balanced mal- with, mm-hmm. with the malt and the rye. I think it's really damn good.
1: I think that's yeah. the smell you were looking for, Hunter, was the banana. Banana.
2: Yeah, yeah
4: that's banana. I couldn't, I couldn't quite put my finger on it. That, exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah, he hit the nail on the head. Yeah, that's definitely banana.
1: Uh, I'm going to say I also I very much enjoy it. I think it's a really good beer. And I don't. Even though I'm the one that said, I think it's light for a dark beer. I don't know if that's what it is, or if it's just that smooth that you get the impression that it's lighter for a dark beer. Because this beer, go. It, it has a lot of flavor profile, and it goes down so smooth that it, you don't feel. It doesn't feel heavy. When no, a, it's a mild
2: carbonation it? to it, but it, so it's still nice and smooth. And
1: it's always good when a rocket stenzel goes down smooth. So yes, um, it's it's well appreciated to most people. Goes
2: in smooth and <laughs> rides long. <laughs>
1: Perhaps they should think about changing the name of it because <laughs> no, the no, inner thirteen-year-olds no, 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 no. at this table can't handle the name Roggenschnizzle.
2: <laughs> well, okay. Have you seen most of the stuff the beer brewery? How they name most of their stuff? I mean, it's damn good. And well, that's true. Pretty damn good. Or they're, they're, they're looking named... for
1: the exact reaction they got. Oh yeah, yeah. But it is good beer. I mean, and you're it's not going to forget scary. the name of it. No. Nope. You know, when Hunter gets home tonight, she's, his wife's going to say how it was it, and he's going to say, "Man, I took that Roggenschnizzle like you wouldn't believe." <laughs> <laughs>
0: overloaded myself with Roggen Schnizzle tonight.
3: (laughs) Drunk on (laughs) Schniz.
1: Wow. We should just nickname it the schniz the schniz. It's
3: like banana beer. This is really damn good. It is is really good.
1: It's awesome. I love it.
3: Bros everywhere are like, wow, we can shorten this, you know. I could see just any frat guy going up going Bro, you want some rogs? Let's get our schnitz on, guys!
0: Come on, absolutely. I, and I would
2: hope he would get punched shortly after. But it is a good depending beer. on the fraternity. Yes,
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll drink it again, most definitely. Absolutely. Probably after this podcast. In fact, I'll probably have another one.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's bitter, dark, sweet. It's got ah, it it all. It's, it's it's damn good. It's a good, good work beer brewery. Yep. Good work. Yeah. Yep, my, definitely my favorite so far. Well played.
1: So now that we've all talked about it, we gotta go back to our
3: topic. I think. What other leisure sports are out there, kids? What else we got? Poker. Poker. I think you know. I'm just observing, and and poker is definitely one of those things you can do with a beer, without a beer. It's it's highly competitive, highly lucrative. You it's know? going on right behind us at Alley's exactly. right?
2: Yeah. Are you guys Texas fan, Texas Hold'em fans? Because yeah. i oh, yeah. seen. I I don't I don't enjoy it, and then I got. Sick of poker because that's like everybody's playing Texas Hold'em now, and I, I'm not a fan.
1: Thanks, ESPN. Yeah, <laughs> I'm it's a craps everyone. player, huh? I'm a craps player. Yeah, I don't play poker. I do craps. I
2: love poker, but I like just the old five card stud.
4: Well, I think the thing with Texas little, little Hold'em though, you can snizzle, little stud and rock and I'm good to go. Stud and rock and Who isn't good to go? I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, I think with the Texas Hold'em though, you can get more people involved in it. Oh yeah, and it's kind of yeah. you know. For me, it's more about the you know having the amount of people that you can have and just having a good time with mm-hmm. it. But yeah, I, I I agree with you though. Traditional poker is a lot more strategic and mm-hmm. a lot more thought process goes into it. So, but party games, I guess I, I would probably yeah. have to lean towards Texas Hold'em.
2: Now, I grew up playing euchre. I mean, that's oh, Michigan. Yeah. Oh yeah. we all played euchre. Yeah, well, pinochle, if too. you had some older crowd that knew how to play, pinochle could teach you, like we did. But of, that, that's kind of a lost game, which really sucks because pinochle amazing. I but grew up playing grew hearts, a thing that, yeah, mm. yeah, hearts, spades. spades, yep, yep, yep.
1: Which I guess those all could be. Are those cards? Like, okay, you threw poker in there. Is that, a, there. Game? Is, is that yeah. a game or is I, that a leisure sport? I mean,
0: we, I, we have d- not really. I, come I to think a that clear depends on how much here.
3: money is up. You know what I mean? If, if yeah. you're, yeah. if you're, you know, Phil Ivey or or one of these guys going for you know the World Series and and tens of millions of dollars. You know, I think you could throw it in with a sport because, you know, e- even though on the surface you're saying, well, you're sitting at a table moving chips. Well, you know, sitting at a table for 17 hours a day is, is you know, not comfortable. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you can get up and move around, but, you know, it does take a, you know, maybe however small, but it does take somewhat of a physical toll and a mental toll. There is some toughness there that needs to be strengthened. But, you know, I guess it kind of just depends on the person and their definition.
1: We don't have a clear definition of this yet, do we? So far, yeah, here's we're not going to before the end of the show because <laughs> here's what I've heard so far it has, to, it has to involve drinking, <laughs> it has to involve some sort of movement. And now it almost sounds like he said it had to involve money, <laughs> <laughs> but not too much money,
2: but not too much money, but just some money.
1: I,
3: I don't think we have a clear That's, definition that, on a leisure so Sport. The, the, the money is more like j- just spice. In the, in the recipe. You know, the, the, the recipe is the important part. If you throw the money in, it's just it's just a little extra spice in there. To
2: me, leisure sports is, it, again, it's something I, it's taken lightheartedly or for fun or when, not just when drinking, but when drinking, that's why I think cards and, you know, is, is leisure sport to me. But, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about golf and mini golf. You're not always out drinking, but it's still fun. It's just you don't give a shit. You're still having fun and something to do.
1: There are people that would give a shit no matter what it is. Oh,
2: well, yeah, for those people aren't. Those people, they have no leisure sports.
1: So to me,
4: I would have to say leisure sport, though. When you say the word sport, there's some kind of activity going on. There's something going on that... But the word sport means to me that there's some kind of activity going on. Leisure means there's not a whole lot of activity going on. So for me, it's... What's that game called? Holy crap. Cornhole. Holy crap. I just (laughs) totally went somewhere and gone with that. You're kicked out of the state. Exactly. I'm out. But no, for me... Cornhole is kind of the the ultimate leisure sport because you're up, you're active, and I think the big thing with leisure sport though is the is the time you're spending with other people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about the yeah. drinking beer, it's about you know you know the fellowship and hanging out with your buddies and doing stuff. I think that's probably the most important thing for a leisure sport to me is the, is the company that's involved with it.
3: Right. Yep. And usually leisure leisure sports are enjoyed by a diverse age range oh yeah you know if you think of a family reunion or you think of a you know a lot of people have race parties i know that uh you know in my family and and with family friends we have a big race party every year and and there's always catch there's always cornhole there's frisbee there's you know pickle um yeah yeah, tons of stuff going on and you know, you've got grandparents playing with their grandkids, and you know that that sort of thing is can only happen in a leisure sport. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't have grandparents and grandkids going out and playing an intense game of like tackle football, right? You know, yeah, which go, which, which, <laughs> I, which I, I would pay to see. By the way, throw
2: some horseshoes with grandpa, you'll kick your ass, exactly. You know? exactly. Horseshoes is another good. That's another. Yeah, that's good. That's good I, one. I, no, I was kind of I was kind of a horseshoe elitist for a while, and I didn't want to play cornhole because I loved horseshoe growing up, and. And I was like, I ain't playing that crap. It's horseshoe. And that's kind of why, you know, darts, the steel tip, I still like that, and I hate the plastic tip. But cornhole's fun, and I've been playing it now the last few years, probably because of Jordan going to his place on, on Memorial weekend and playing it. And it's like, all right, that's pretty fun. And now I have, like, six freaking cornhole boards sitting in my, <laughs> sitting in my garage
4: <laughs> I had to leave early last Memorial Day.
2: Oh, yeah. You'll
1: you're have to up. you'll have to make sure you're there next it's year. Fun. It's fun. It, it's, uh, it's a good time. We have, I don't know, five boards, six boards going, about mm-hmm. 40, 45. 40, well, anywhere from thirty to six. I think I've had as most sixty people, so it's it's a good time. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy oh yeah, tournament.
3: C- cornhole tournaments are an absolute blast. Mm-hmm. You know, you pay maybe ask everyone to donate five bucks and start a pool. You know, there I go with money again. But you know, it, it I definitely
1: d- see that you are all about the money.
3: Well, you know, I, I am a banker, and, and <laughs> so it's about the schniz. Yeah, it's all, it's all about the schnizmans.
1: Can they just pay Kyle and uh, Rajan Schnizzle?
3: I you know I think I I wouldn't hate that <laughs> I I think the beer's good enough that the schnitz would satisfy me.
2: Now was was horseshoes big up here or down here? Because I'm in Michigan, northern Michigan. Oh yeah, there's horseshoe all over the place. Mm-hmm. We still have There's still horseshoe. Dime, I mean, all over the damn place. But I don't I don't see them here. It, I don't know if it was still as big here or is it just kind of did it die out? Because the cornhole. Or in or in my still experience, horseshoes a, around? a
3: lot of a lot of the fraternal clubs around here, a lot of. American legions, eagles, elks. They still got lodges. horseshoe setups. Um, yeah. A lot of them, you know, they, they were built a while ago, but they're still utilized. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with, you, you know, shuffleboards and stuff like that. Shuffleboard and stuff like that. It's a very kind of a nostalgic tradition, and it's one of those things that, you know, older generations show younger generations, and the appreciation mm-hmm. just moves on.
2: Yeah, I found a cool uh, couple of cool old bars. One old bar out, and I was out in Seattle that had horseshoes which you think darts are dangerous give somebody a horseshoe yeah at a bar is <laughs> the the stupidest thing to do <laughs> uh but nobody ever got hurt so it was fun yeah to me that's one of
3: my favorite leisure sport horseshoes
2: and darts i guess
3: they actually hold competitions um i i live in anderson currently and they actually hold competitions on 29th street they have uh, a park right there that has I believe there's six i guess what what would you call a a, a board for horseshoes horseshoe or a pit. Hor- pit. Or a horseshoe yeah, that makes pit. Sense. Yeah. They have six pits, three and three, throughout the summer on, on like Sunday afternoons and stuff. I'll see them full. I've not played horseshoes in quite a long time, but it's good to see you know, you see young folks with older folks, and, mm-hmm. and you know, it's definitely competitive, but usually oh, yeah. at the same time.
1: Yeah. And aren't you the one that mentioned
3: to us earlier that uh, there's now a uh, lightsaber league in that Indianapolis? There is an indie lightsaber academy. I will remember this for a long time i actually we played a show at indie hostel last summer a gentleman walk up walked up to me and wanted to tell me how much he enjoyed the set and and i started looking at his shirt and it was the uh indian state flag logo But i looked at it a little bit closer i'm like that looks off a little bit but the torch (laughs) in the middle was actually a lightsaber and i was like wow what what is what is that that's a really cool shirt i thought it was just i don't know i like star wars in indiana you know right right um He goes, oh, this is the Indie Lightsaber Academy, man. This is this thing that I do, and they hold fitness classes every Thursday, and I've never been to one just because, you know, Thursdays I usually work late, but I get invited to all the events, and I saw they just recently started doing tournaments, and I'm like, I need to get involved in that. You know, I've I've loved Star Wars since I can understand science fiction. You know, it's just super cool bet it can get pretty intense, you know? I would think hmm. so, yeah.
2: I don't know if we could do that drunk lightsaber. Uh. <laughs> Revenge of the Roggen Snizzle. <laughs> 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 Buy something you want to be sober for. That's <laughs> yeah, the day after
1: Rogan Schnizzle strikes back. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Is it like uh, fencing?
3: I would I would assume so. I, along the same lines, maybe any t- other type of striking sport where mm-hmm. you get hit, score a point. Do they have
4: somebody, like, sitting on the sidelines, you know, doing the sound effects? <laughs> I, I certainly <laughs> hope
3: so. Be unless awesome. they do them themselves. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> style points. <laughs> I, I can see that. That would be pretty good.
1: Is there any other leisure sport out there that you guys, what do you guys play? I mean, we've talked a little bit about it. Brendan, if you, any leisure sport in the world, when we're done with the show, you're going to go play, what is your go-to leisure sport?
2: My go-to, again, is, it's steel tip darts. And, uh, steel tip only, though. Steel tip only, <laughs> sorry. Um, but I'll play darts. I love playing darts in the bar. I used to. I used to play pool and billiards, but I don't know. I got out of it. I don't. I haven't played for years. And I played a few weekends ago at uh, the Union Cafe up in South Bend, and it's like, eh, I just not into it as much anymore. I don't know. It bores me. I'd rather uh, throw a steel dart in
1: near someone's head. <laughs> Hunter, what's your what's your go to what's your go to leisure sport, man? My wife. Um. So
4: I would say, (laughs) (laughs) wow. Actually, actually, I think it's the. ultimate, I'm Hunter. I think he just you know landed
3: the nail on the head. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I think it's the ultimate leisure sport. You know, can be can be done drunk, can be done sober, can be done. It's active, and yet you're lying down. And they say that, sometimes,
4: sometimes you're drinking. Well, good point. (laughs) And if you're if you're real talented,
1: you can hold a beer.
4: Yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely.
3: Yeah, I think we just found the, the, the mother load. Uh, the mother load, Roggenschnizzle.
4: I would probably. I'm going to refer back to probably cornhole. I mean, that's the thing. Growing up, that's what I did. We also had a thing called washoes. I don't know if you guys have ever played that, but it's what very, it washoes Washoes? Yeah, yeah, it's a, definitely an Indiana in the middle of a cornfield type of <laughs> type of thing. Not really, but it's basically the same premise as cornhole. But you you have a little bit of a smaller board, but you throw two inch washers. I guess instead Mm -hmm. and you kind of got to throw them almost like a frisbee or there's different ways to throw them but it's the same concept I actually grew up doing that more than I did cornhole obviously now with cornhole gaining popularity Mm -hmm. and everything I do that quite a bit more but that was kind of I've got washoe boards at home I can bring over next year for the memorial party so
2: So that had to to be where cornhole came from from horseshoe to washoe to (laughs) to cornhole (laughs) Cornhole. it was the progression exactly the evolution
1: absolutely and why we ever named it cornhole that,
2: I think it's an Indiana
1: thing. Well, I really
2: think it's a Midwest.
4: The bags have corn in them. You're thrown in a hole. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can think
2: of. Well, some people call it bags and all that kind of shit. I'm but sorry. I, I, but I think it came from. I think their original is cornhole. I think so. I think it call. I yeah. call it bags now. And yeah. the official, it's called bags.
3: You can find you, it. But, you go to Walmart. You go to Dick Sporting Goods, and you buy the commercial classic version, right? it, it's bag toss or, ba- or yeah. bean bag toss right. or something like that. But it's like cornhole.
1: Growing yeah. up in Indiana, I grew up right here in the city. If I was going to go over to Brendan's house for some cornhole, it would have nothing to do with the game. Still doesn't. Roggen <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That's where my Roggen schnizzle would be put into place. Those says. boards are just for looks. <laughs> just keep
2: walking past the boards, boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the first time I heard about this game called cornhole, I was like, um, mm, you know, I don't think that's a game I, I really want to play. First thing I thought, you guys are playing what? Uh, uh, that's that's not a I'll game. That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> call the No, I do not want to play. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not. I'm not into that. Um, whatever you guys want to do, sure, go go right ahead. I, I agree. I think cornhole is just because I, I know why they call it cornhole, but. It's just odd because growing up, that was a derogatory term for something else. So, mm-hmm. so it's really weird for me. You had the pie hole in the cornhole. Yeah, especially when my <laughs> kids, are, when my kids were shouting out. You and schnizzle do some corn everywhere,
3: hole? huh? And schnizzle everywhere. Yeah, I did. And I left schnizzle <laughs> all over the place.
1: Oh, this episode, it's going to be fun. Yep, it's all good. So okay, so we've got yours now. We're to Kyle. Or your go-to Actually
3: my favorite Leisure sport Is one that I can't believe I had space to mention Earlier in the episode But is one that I learned At college And actually um, Originated at My college Which was Franklin College uh, It's called Grizzly Golf Now if, if you guys Have played You know something Like this And it's got a different name That's fine I just know it As, as Grizzly Golf It was going out On the campus With a tennis ball And a golf club Any golf club preferably an iron because you might need to get some air on something. But you start on one end of campus, pick a landmark. You have to get there in as few shots as possible. And you end the hole by hitting the landmark with the ball. You could do this for hours. Now that I'm no longer there, I can easily say that the soda cups that we had very rarely contained soda in them. They usually contained beer or or whatever, Mm -hmm. Jack and Coke or, you know, vodka and soda, whatever you felt like having in there. And we would just walk around campus. If you're walking from class to class, you see a tennis ball whiz past your head, someone's playing grizzly golf. And it was one of those things where no one really ever got hurt. You know, No one really got hit hard with a tennis ball. No one ever really got in trouble. No one damaged anything. And it, it was just one of those things that everyone – get a group of like ten people together – And just walk around campus for a few hours playing, you know, there's no number of holes, whatever. But that was actually the most fun I've ever had doing a a, a leisure sport. And and it was kind of, you know, unique to where I was at, which was pretty cool. But outside of that, I would probably say any yard game, cornhole, redneck golf, those are really the most fun to me. Anything you can kind of do and still be near your friends, you know, I mean, still playing sand volleyball, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. you, you need a, a big area of right. space, whereas with anything else, you just need, like, a 20-foot strip of land. Right. So
2: Yeah, we tried to play some grizzly golf downtown uh, Indy on the Monon a few weekends ago, and somebody got stabbed in the Monon, so we can't play anymore. That's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't play grizzly golf grizzly. downtown Indianapolis on the, uh, before sunup. Wow. Bad or after happen. sundown, for or that matter. Or after sundown, exactly. Mm. If, uh, it's a midday type game. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Brunch maybe <laughs> brunch. <laughs> I haven't played mine choice <laughs> in years, but I used to love to go in and play racquetball. Oh yeah, so oh yeah. It I, I consider it a leisure sport because there's not a whole lot of skill to it really. You're bouncing a ball off a wall mm-hmm. with a racket, but to me it was just I don't know. There was you could either you know actually try to hit it or you could just take your aggressions out and beat the shit <laughs> out of it. Either way, it was but it was a good stress reliever and I I kind of miss playing. I saw the rackets and stuff. I just haven't played in a while. Yeah,
2: that was, that was a good racquetball and we played volleyball. Which was,
3: mm, that yeah, I thought you were probably mean. But, yeah, they, but there's skill in that. It's no, it's That was a good Wallet sport.
1: Wallet ball is just with just using your hand, right? Yeah. So. Well, and,
3: and and then there's good old wiffle ball. You know, kind of oh. get kind of baseball plastic, you know, which is a lot of, know, of fun. Especially sure if you learn how to is, throw the ball. <laughs> yeah. I broke out well, kind of it, sweat it, playing some wiffle ball. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, can, it can be intense if you, you know, learn how to pitch right. You know, you can throw a ball at someone's head and end it 12 feet to the left, you know. That's, it's amazing what some of these guys can do with wiffle balls nowadays. But, yeah, I've seen some pretty intense racquetball games go down at the Anderson YMCA when I was a kid. Some older guys, you know, they get into an intense game. Oh, yeah. There's some words exchanged. A lot of Roggin being schnizzled. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, tonight we were here. We were back
1: at Alley's Ale House. We were talking about leisure sports, and we tried the sour – Baroness from Scarlet Lane, which was Hunter's favorite. Oh, yeah. Then we switched over and we tried the Roggen Schnizzle from Beer Brewery, which was... Fabulous. Excellent. I think everybody... Everybody liked that one, right? That was yeah. That was everybody. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's great beer.
1: Once again, we're here every other Tuesday mm. night, 6 p.m. We do film before a live studio audience or record, I guess, before a live studio audience. So come out and join us. Get the Blind Pig special, 10 bucks. You get a pulled pork sandwich and whatever beer we're drinking so you could have had either a... Roggen Schnitzel or a Baroness and a uh, pulled pork sandwich for five, or for ten bucks. That's a great deal. That's a that is deal. a deal. A Definitely get
2: down deal. here and get this Roggen Schnitzel before it's out because it's good yeah. beer. And that's before the thing, I drink it all. <laughs> and that's <laughs> that's the big
1: thing when you go to a craft beer place. If you find a beer you like, you got to come back quick you and drink it. Come back, yeah, because it'll they be gone. Either. Once it's gone, it's gone. You, yep. you know they're not going to get it back. So probably for a year until they. Put well, that release out again.
4: The Sour Beer may be here for a year. <laughs> There's a chance <laughs> it could be. <laughs> or maybe
1: it already has been. <laughs> Too so. This is a 2013 Sour. <laughs> <On> a <laughs> <laughs> a- aged well. <laughs> yeah. So, everybody out there, uh, if you get the chance, make sure you come out and check us out every other Tuesday night at Alley's Ale House. Final thoughts, Brendan? A rag and sizzle.
0: Agreed. Do not wait another moment for some work to do Can't you hear that cry from near and far Appealing to our manhood, asking you and me To close up the boot shop where you are Close up the boot shop where you are Close up the boot shop where you are are. the children's food and clothes from going across the bar. Or close up the booth shop where you are. Can you hear that cry of anguish from a mother's heart for her boy whose altar is a bar? Licensed murder mills, my brother's, is a stain upon the flag. Close up the booth shop where you are. You hear those wives and children who cry out for bread while the father stands before a bar, putting all his hard earned wages in the liquor vendor's mob. Close up the boot shop where you are. Close up the boo shop where you are. Close up the boo shop, shop where you are. Stop the children's food and from going cross the bar. Close up the boot shop.